Are you ready to be awakened and empowered in your calling and purpose? Are you a builder and shaper of the church, marketplace, and society? Welcome to Transformation Generation Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Schneider, and I look forward to helping you get equipped as a catalyst of the kingdom in your sphere. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Transformation Generation Podcast. We have reached our conclusion. This is our final episode of our interview with Dr. Sunday Adelaja. And wow, it has been incredible, and the best is still coming. Let's dive right into it. Uh, I want to invite uh, Andrea Smith to unmute. That's Patrick's wife. Uh, Go ahead with your question, Andrea. So nice to see you again, Pastor Sunday. So honored, as Patrick said. Blessings to you from Canada. Um, my question, even with, we, we know that the devil is always after the children. He's always after the seed. Um, even in Texas, all those children that were killed in this horrific, I, my, my heart is for children, ultimately. And, you know, how do we even talk to our children about this? How do we protect their innocence in all of this that's going on in the world? And how do we ultimately pray and, you know, keep them protected um, so that another life is not stolen and to see their destinies come, come to pass as the Lord predestined before the foundation of the earth. We know there's a strong calling on, you know, our children. They're not here by accident. And um, just, you know, getting a better understanding on how to, you know, even explain to them all this evil that's going on around us. And especially when it hits so close to home that our children and all the children that have been lost in, you know, in the Ukraine and, you know, even all the families that have been affected. How do you even begin to, you know, dissect all this information to the children in a way that they're able to understand and at the same time their innocence be protected in all of this? You know, thank you so very much, Andrea, for that question. I actually, that's why I say that God is using Putin in a way that he himself doesn't even know. Because, you know, the global elite, the world globalism has come to a place, the globalist agenda, to a place whereby they don't recognize evil anymore. They try to tell you that there's no evil. You know, everything is good and everybody is good. Everybody is good. Just embrace everybody. Love everybody. Everything is good. But, if, but Putin has come to teach them what evil really means. <laughs> that there are some things that are evil. When Putin is bombing Ukraine, children are dying, that is evil. Children dying, that is evil. And, and even people shooting the, uh, people in the mall and in the streets and in the schools, that is evil. So some of these things we have to stand up to really let people know that some things that are evil. Okay, for example, in America, talking about America, why are they shooting, shooting kids? Because there are some people who believe that they have the right to carry guns. So it's our human rights. It's our amendment right or whatever to defend ourselves. Good. So, but then where is some going on with all these killings everywhere, the children being protected? Where do we now say, okay, let's sacrifice this for this? Nobody wants to do that. The same thing with Putin. He also doesn't want to sacrifice his whatever global agenda for the for the life of other kids, for of kids. So what I would say is that 
the biggest protection to kids is to let them know there is good and there is evil. There is God, there is devil. It's not about Putin. If Putin goes, another one will come. There is evil. There is, there is evil out there. And we should tell the people the truth, tell our children the truth. And that truth must be sounded at home. That truth must be told at home. And we must begin to teach the parents, not just to sugar, sugar paint things anymore. And oh, yeah, there is a Disney, Disney World and uh, you know, uh, look at the television and everything is fine. No, 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 no. There is evil out there. Be on the side of God. Be on the side of, you know, of, of light. There is darkness there. Be on the side of light. And I think that truth being told in the homes will protect a lot of our people. Even if it happens, we will be able to define it well and we'll be able to be on the right side. Because evil cannot go until Jesus comes. Wow, thank you so much, Dr. Sunday, for such a great response. Thank you, Patrick and Andrea. I think we have time for probably two more questions. I'm going to ask for those two questions from Mark Wong and then as well, uh, Bo Salisbury. Uh, by the way, if you're just tuning in on Facebook or wherever you're watching from, make sure you go back after and watch from the beginning. There were several crucial points in this broadcast that just I mean, God was speaking through us. We were ministered to. I'd encourage you, if you're just coming on now, go back and watch from start to finish. This isn't one to just pick and choose a few things. Let's go right to Mark Wong. Let's have you ask your question. We're going to go over to Bo after that, and then we'll thank Pastor Sunday uh, for the time. Mark, go ahead. Thank you once again, Apostle Derek. Um, my my second question was around... Um, the end times, you know, since the pandemic has started and now all the wars, everybody has been quoting Matthew 24, verse 7, wars and rumors of wars, and you're going to see pestilences <laughs> and all these things have been quoted and quoted again and again. I just wanted to know from your perspective, um, does this war, uh, this conflict that we're seeing now have anything to do with the end times? Um, and is there... A redemptive quality to these things that we've 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 seen happening. I know you've been mentioning some of the redemptive things that have been happening, but maybe you can kind of summarize if there has been any redemptive nature to the conflict that we see happening right now. Um, well, I've heard a lot of people talk about it, and people talk about Gog and Magog and all those yeah. things. And um, but you know what? Each time the world faces a crisis. That is when the reputation of the church, as a, as pro, that's when the prophets of the church come and they always fall back to the same, same scriptures. Yeah. It is Gog right there. It is Magog right there. It is. <laughs> but they forget to tell you that Magog and Magog is all around Israel. And yeah. Israel doesn't even come close to this one yet. Yeah. <laughs> and, but people, that, the, that is the default, default, uh, state of the church. Yeah, I have been reading about Gog and Magog since I was uh, a newborn Christian. And Gog and Magog is communism. Gog and Magog is the Israel-Palestinian war. Gog and Magog is this and that. Is you know, I don't think so. I think it's just one of the regular conflicts, war that we had. The First World War, we had Second World War. You know, we like 
but God will still use it to fulfill his purpose, especially on the earth, on the elites of the world, and mm -hmm. on the nations that are directly affected, especially Ukraine and Russia. God has a redemptive purpose for that, in that sense. Amen. Wow, thank you so much, Mark. Great question. Let's go over to uh, Bo Salisbury again. <laughs> he is the Mr. Intelli Mr. Intelligent. Eh? Yeah, I, I think, and actually, let me just say, because Bulgaria took the time to be here, and I know the time it is over there. After Bo, we'll have one more from Ligia, and then we'll wrap things up. <laughs> Okay. All right. Since we're um, <clears throat> wrapping up this time, I got to give a really good question here. So expect a good answer here. Um, <clears throat> before this war began, uh, the Russian troops were gathering around Ukraine. It was obvious that there was uh, a great threat. Uh, I know that Ukrainians are appreciative of the weapons supplied by the West, uh, by the U.S. in particular. Um. But does it look suspect that we did not help supply weapons prior to the war? And, and could that be possibly an indication that um, maybe this war was not just a result of Putin's desire for more control, but maybe instigated by the global elite to push the world into more of a globalist effort? Yeah, well, I will tell you this, that one thing that is still baffling me is that Putin, three months before the war, wrote a letter to NATO and to the United States that if you don't give me a guarantee that there will be no extension of NATO to the east and no weapons of NATO in Ukraine, if you don't give me that guarantee, there will be a war response, a military response. Mm -hmm. Give me the guarantee, please. Tell me, just give us in writing that we will not base, we will not have our bases in Ukraine. And Ukraine, the United States answered and said, we will not give you any guarantee. It's, you are bluffing. And, uh, you know, basically go to hell or do, do your worst. So, and then NATO said the same thing. They, what they said is, Ukraine is a sovereign country and she's free to do anything she wants to do and to join any alliance she wants. But mm -hmm. then you will ask, the, my, for me, a thinking person, I would say, okay, what about if Mexico, Cuba, Venezuela comes tomorrow and say, okay, we also want Russia to bring... I think Pastor is frozen. I think I asked the wrong question there. <laughs> we, yeah. we, got, we got the censorship police working on us now. <laughs> yeah, there we go. It is written in the in in, the, in in one of the in the law of America that there is not going to be a military base of a foreign military base allowed in Western Hemisphere, apart from America. So it is written in the law that any attempt to do that will lead to war. The America is going wow. to wage a war from that against that country. So now let's flip that. Hmm. So what you are saying, is this just about the madness of Putin or there are some things that thinking people could question? Well, I'm, I'm thinking 
why why do will you just it's just like canada canada is so close to america right now the way canada is close to america that is the way ukraine and russia used to be hmm. so now can you imagine canada coming now to do everything against the U- us us is going to shut them down immediately Mm-hmm. So why, if you are living behind, beside, it's just like you, a human being, seeing that there is a bear near you, your garden, coming to your garden, you better, you better be careful. Put a put. Don't say you are going to fight. You know, do something. Behave yourself. Don't just go and play around. So that is what the world was supposed to tell Ukraine that you are beside the bear. Don't provoke it. So instead of the world, the world and NATO. Uh, America telling Ukraine to say, okay, don't worry, don't need to go to NATO, don't need to go to NATO, just wait, let's take you to Rada, to take you to uh, European Union, don't provoke. But it was the, the opposite, it was like, now that they have to provoke. Mm-hmm. And now we have what we have. We have. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there might be some things like that, but questions must be raised for sure. And, um, so uh, that's, that's a very deep question you just asked. But still, the blame lies on, on, on Russia and on Putin mm-hmm. that he is the one that crossed the borders. He is the one that brought the military against a sovereign nation. He is the one destroying Ukraine and the children and the poor other states, whatever the arguments might be that might have led to that. Still, you know, you, you, uh, the, the world has got to condemn Putin for what he's doing. Yep. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much, Bo. Appreciate your questions and, and being here. We're going to go to our final question now, even though many of us would want to just keep asking and keep asking. And I think we may need to do a follow-up show of some kind. But uh, Ligia, let's go to Bulgaria. Ligia, why don't you ask the, the final golden question? before we bless everybody to go. Okay. Pastor Sunday, what do you think? What is your prognosis of the outcome of the conflict? Will you, do you think Ukraine will be accepted in the EU? Uh, I didn't say prophecy. I just said prognosis. Okay. Um, I think Ukraine will be accepted into the EU. And I think EU must accept Ukraine there as fast as possible. Uh, but I'm not sure Ukraine will be accepted into NATO. And I don't think it's a wise thing for Ukraine to keep insisting to enter NATO. And I also don't think it's a nice thing for NATO to invite Ukraine to join it. I think it's enough for Ukraine just to be in the European Union. Well, thank you so much. And uh, a big thank you to all of our panelists, those who came, came on and answered questions, those who had to go, Pastor, they're sending me text messages like you wouldn't believe, really touched, like more than just informative, really, really touched by what took place here. And you know what? I'm reminded a little bit of that dream I had years ago before I knew that you were going to be entering Africa. Nigeria before I knew anything about that. And what was said in the dream to me was 
Sunday at Elijah will enter with an explosion. And I I took that to mean that uh, you would hit Nigeria and, you know, the explosion of all the glory, all, all the stuff that you will do transformationally. But now I'm starting to think with an explosion, uh, you'll be set free and then enter Nigeria. So it's funny how the Lord reveals oracles from a distance. So, Pastor, we want to say thank you sincerely for taking all this time for setting such an example, for being the one who has, I mean, you heard from many of these leaders, our lives have not been impacted just once or a little bit, but it's like a gift that keeps on giving. You truly are uh, sowing such a seed of legacy that will outlive you. And with that being said, we also want to wish you a very happy birthday, uh, 55, <laughs> coming up in a few days. I, we just bless you. We say thank you also to Pastor Bose and the family. Please extend our love. Let Pastor Bose know that we are thinking of her on this broadcast as well. It was nice to hear her voice. And we look forward to having you join us again soon as we lead the world into the new era in Jesus' name. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor. Thanks for listening to Transformation Generation Podcast. If you liked what you heard, visit historymakersacademy.com to enroll in one of our cutting-edge trainings. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, History Makers TV, or download our History Makers Society app today.